Welcome to the present for the past. Hello and welcome to another episode of A Present from the Past. I'm your host, Weldon, and in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the a few of the many different theories on uh, paranormal. Um, I did a quick search online just to kind of get an idea of some of the theories. I already had a couple of the theories, um, but trying to get some more together just to see what else is out there. And one of the theories that is that was presented is that the belief of the person or the uh, mindset of a person has a lot to play in you know whether something's paranormal or not and the way they tied this in is like uh beliefs and legends of certain areas just kind of get passed over as you know something being paranormal because it was tied to that legend and in other words if something happened in a certain area oh it's because of that certain ghost that's in that certain area and they say there's not enough backing there to justify it actually being paranormal. It's just the person's mind playing tricks on them. I can actually agree with this on some things. Um, if, say, you and a group of your friends get together and you go to you know a, a certain location that's said to be haunted, um, and a couple of your friends are more or less wanting to be scared um, and they let their mind get the better of them and then they start seeing things or possibly hearing things and swearing up and down they heard this or swearing up and down they saw that when in actuality it could have just been their mind wanting them to do or see something you know um, I think this happens a lot uh, when it comes to paranormal stuff and some people chalk it up as, as a paranormal experience. Um, ASAP, the paranormal group I'm with, uh, if there's not at least another person to collaborate your story with, then we have a saying where it's like, well, cool story, bro. And that pretty much means that, yeah, maybe a cool story for you to share with your friends or whatever, but there's nothing there to back it up, so we can't include it as as evidence. Um, there, there's like a multi-step process in order for us to include anything in evidence, so uh, there has to be either audio recording, video recording, or at least two... Um, two investigators that experience the exact same thing in order for us to include it as evidence. So, um, like I said, that could possibly explain away a lot of paranormal stuff that happens and take it for what you want. If, if you're looking to get scared and you go to one of these haunted places or, you know, one of these places that claim to be haunted and something happens that scares you, uh, but you don't have really any evidence to back it up, then it, it, it's a cool story, you know. Um, 
stick with it, say whatever you want to, but unless there's actual concrete evidence to back it up or, you know, at least some form of evidence to back it up, it's nothing more than really a cool story. Um, one of the other theories that was brought up and discussed, uh, which this one I kind of find weird, but um, apparently some people went around to a bunch of different haunted locations and found a certain mold that was growing and claimed that the mold itself was in the air and causing hallucinations and and other issues, and that's why people were having paranormal experiences there. Again, could be a possibility. Um, one other one that ties into this, and I'll go ahead and uh, put this one out there. There's the belief of the mold, and then there's also the belief of EMF, or electromagnetic fields, causing you know sickness and causing people to hallucination and and have paranormal experiences. The EMF one, I believe wholeheartedly and fully. Is it so hard to believe that mold could be causing the same thing? No, it's it's very much a possibility too. Um, I do know as an investigator, high levels of EMF do cause certain things to happen, especially if a person is sensitive to electromagnetic fields. People that are sensitive to electromagnetic fields uh, feel it a lot quicker and can be influenced by it at lower dosage than people that are not sensitive to it. In an average house, uh, when you're going through and doing a paranormal investigation, you're looking at 0 to 0 0.1 EMFs on the average. Every now and then, anything over like 0.3 is really considered abnormal. And whenever we go into a house, we do a complete scan of the house and label all places where possible high EMF can off. High EMF can be caused by bad electricity, uh, bad electrical wiring. Um, it could be caused by electrical devices that are putting off EMFs. Um, like one of the quickest places to find high levels of EMF would be the breaker box. You go out to a breaker box, you shine, you know, you take an EMF reader, go over it, you're more than likely going to get some spikes by it. And that's because there's just so much electricity going in right there that it, you know, it's going to cause it. That being said, in Texas, two of the most, uh, most common places, and I'm sure this is other states too, but I know for a fact in Texas, um, the two most common places to find electrical boxes are the garage and a laundry room. Normally, you know, two places that you'll find most of the time. That being said, two of the most common places uh, for a person to experience ha uh, haunting things in a house or paranormal activity, you guessed it, garage, laundry room. Um... It's also the same thing with like just poor electrical wiring or old electrical wiring. Um, for people that have basements, like unfinished basements, just kind of open storage area, uh, there's a 
lot of reports of people having paranormal activities in basements and attics. Those both have exposed wiring, which could possibly have high EMF readings, which could be causing all sorts of things. High EMFs cause hallucinations. Um, they can actually make you sick. So, feeling of you know dread and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it past EMFs. Um, and I mean, it, it it can just mess with the mind in so many different ways that it could feel like you're having a paranormal experience, but it's just really a high level of EMFs. That being said, one of the um, most common beliefs within the paranormal, you know, society is that ghosts or spirits put off some form of their own electromagnetic field. So, to see a sudden change, and I've seen this happen, you know, I'll use a, um, an EMF or a millimeter, go into a room, sit it down, millimeter would be perfectly fine, not move, it would be a 0.0, and then while I'm sitting there and I start asking questions or, or talking to whatever, you know, may be there, you'll see the EMF start climbing. I think the highest I've ever made one climb was like, I want to say around 12 points something. And it was just sitting on a desk, like right at the corner of a desk. Yeah, there was a computer back here. There was, you know, other thing. But when I did a sweep of the whole desk area, there was only one place that had slightly high EMF. And it was only like a point two, And I was right next to the computer. Other than that, the rest of the desk was zero. So to watch it climb from zero to 12 points EMF, I was substantial. Um, and I I logged it as evidence. Um, I never saw the case results of it, but I'm pretty sure it probably made it all the way through. So EMFs mold, uh, both of them cause hallucinations or... Um, I can cause sickness and, and other health problems could possibly be an explanation for some paranormal, you know, events. And this, I mean, this list is more looking at debunking paranormal, not really saying what are the possibilities of paranormal, um, and I think I kind of want to dive into that a little bit as far as theories are concerned. So, um, for the most part, you have either your mind playing tricks on you or, you know, just kind of the belief of a legend wrapped up in it or, or some sort of story wrapped up in it and, your mind just kind of fills in the blanks or, or, you know, whatever. And then EMFs or mold causing the other part. So in that case, I mean, you can look at pretty much anything that could possibly cause hallucinations. Um, if you want to start looking at um, gas leaks or stuff like that, 
those could also possibly be in there along with mold EMFs, you know, so mold EMF gas leaks. Um, I'm sure we can find some other stuff that we can throw in there that could possibly cause that stuff. So I, w- I wouldn't rule it out. And as, as, as an investigator, I have to look at all these factors and I have to determine if this is a possible cause of the investigation or of the uh, paranormal activity. So that's another reason that we also determine if the person's on medication that we're going to invest or the, that making the claim of paranormal activity, we have to look and see if they're on medication or if there's a history of any type of mental illness in their family. And that's way we can rule those out before carrying on with the investigation. We also have to know if they're under influence of any type of illegal substance or alcohol while experiencing this stuff. Because, again, we have to be able to rule that stuff out. That being said, um, let's move on to the possible theories of what ghosts may actually be rather than what could be causing um, the thought of a paranormal activity. Uh, Some of the theories I've heard so many over the years. Um, One of them was if, if a ghost suddenly dies and doesn't know they're dead or a person suddenly dies and doesn't know they're dead, uh, their ghost could possibly be stuck here on a plane between, you know, the the living world and, and the, you know, the other side, heaven, hell, purgatory, whatever you call it. Um, and so they're kind of lost in that lingo or limbo area, searching for where they're supposed to be. Another possible explanation is that. A person passes away, but it had been predetermined by their higher power, whoever it may be, <coughs> excuse me, that they they have some unfinished business that they have to finish before they can leave. And even whether it's you know they were when they were alive, they were supposed to finish it. And they didn't finish it while they were alive, so they need to finish it while before they can move on to the next plane of existence. Yeah, I mean, I can see either one of those. Um, I'm more diving into taking at this as an open mind and looking at all possibilities of what could a paranormal activity be to what ghosts are, what, you know, where they come from and what happens. I'm looking at a broad spectrum and I want to look at, I want to find actual ghost activities, rule out all these possibilities. If I can explain it away with one of these, I will. Uh, Whether it's the mind playing tricks on you or you're under the influence of something or um, you're, yeah, you 
one of those two main things are going to be the main reasons to roll it out. Um, I want to get down into the gritty and actually find out why they're here. I believe they're here. I, <laughs> I've had enough experience over the years to know that there are spirits here. Um, but again, I do believe that not everybody's paranormal experience is actually paranormal. It can be explained away from by one of these, you know, explanations. However, from the, the experiences I've had and seen and everything, I do believe they're here. And I just, I would like to find that explanation of why. And that, that's the question I want answered is why. <clears throat> I mean, we have, I've had personal experience with, with demons, um, supposedly they're here from hell to take souls down with them. Okay. That, that explains why they're here. Um, so they're going to wreak havoc and cause as much problem as they can in order to be able to claim a soul. Okay. That makes sense. <coughs> why is, um, this, this, this child still here that, you know, the spirit still here that, goes around playing with children or, or, you know, scaring parents or whatnot. Why is that one here? You know, why is, um, I, I can almost see why, you know, the, the explanation of a sudden death and they don't know where they are. So that would explain away most of your tragic accidents, your, your wartime accidents. Um, and stuff like that. So why do we have, you know, so many stories of a angry mother going after, you know, or an angry woman that's upset at her man and killed herself. And so she's stuck here. Why? You know, um, some of the other theories that I've heard about that I, again, would like to explore more would be that it's actually like a parallel universe and the ghostly activity is actually a where our two universes overlap just a little bit. So we may appear, appear as ghosts to them, but they appear as ghosts to us. You know what I'm saying? Um, so what they do, we think is just like, Oh my God. And they're looking at us like, what are these things that are in my space? You know? So to me, that's an interesting theory. Um, and I, if we could find some form of evidence to support it, I think it would be awesome. Um, right now, I know that we're, we're breaking down entities into, you know, whether an intelligent haunt or poltergeist or, or, um, oh, what's the other one I'm looking for? A residual haunt. And, you know, it's like, okay, we, we can divide them up into these three categories, but still, why are they here? <coughs> and, I think as long as that question's out there, as long as that question needs to be asked, I will always be curious until there's absolute evidence of, 
of why they're here. So if I can sit down and ask a spirit questions and get a direct answer, um, other than that, they just died. So it's almost like you'd have to sit down with uh, some sort of spirit that has been gone for a while and is over the whole uh, just answering the question that, yeah, I died while here or died while there. Why are you stuck here and not able to pass over? (laughs) I don't know. it's, It's interesting. I'd definitely like to dive more into it and and explore more of that that question and try and get that question answered. So, I mean, what are y'all's thoughts? I'd like to get y'all's feedback on what you think ghosts are or why they're here or uh, any of the different theories on what may be causing a person to think there's something paranormal going on. Um, yeah, uh, Give me your feedback. Leave me a comment down below. Shoot me a message on Facebook. Whatever you need to do. <laughs> um, and if you want to see more videos like this or more videos me going back talking about the different haunted locations i can definitely do that there's a lot more haunted locations i've barely scratched the surface of the ones in texas um but there's all sorts of haunted stuff that i can talk about um i can always talk about haunted artifacts like robert the doll annabelle you know we can go over that stuff um if you'd like to see more videos in general, make sure to hit the subscribe button. Again, here at A Presence from the Past, I'll talk about anything and everything haunted, anything to do with the paranormal. Um, be sure to check out my website, A Presence from the Past, Instagram, A Presence from the Past, or the Facebook. I'm on all three. Uh, and again, anything paranormal, I'll talk about it all or discuss it even if you have something you want me to take a look at and review on on this channel i'll take a look at it if you got uh pictures you want to take a look at or or videos that you caught and you want me to take a look at i'll take a look at them all um until next time guys y'all have a good one bye